Coming with Bob Let's have a few brews We'll have some fun With the bum wine crew So kick your feet up And grab you a beer Cause damn man I'm glad that you're here Right, right, right. This is Bumwine Bob. Welcome you to an all new edition of Bug with Bobcat. And joining the show this week, she's a multi nominated adult performer, model, feature entertainer, and many, many other things. She is the one and only, the amazing and beautiful and talented Allison Ray is here joining us this week. Allison, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. What an intro. I don't know if anybody's ever given me an intro that like, uh, like you know, who's that? She, I'm not that cool. She sounds cool. <laughs> You're like, who's that? Who? Wait, is somebody else on the show? I didn't know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being punked right now? Where, where's Aston Kutcher at? Is he hiding in the corner somewhere about to jump out at me? <laughs> but, but hey, well, well, Allison, how how are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm loving I'm, um, this cold weather we're having. It is really, really nice. I'm I love the winter. Okay, now where where are you uh, based out of? If you don't mind me, uh, I'm actually asking. in Cal. I'm in California, which is why I, I like it cold. I was gonna say, man, how, how cold? How cold is it there right now? Oh, it's like sixty degrees. I know it's not cold uh, yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I love in... when it starts cooling down. Yeah, that's uh, yes. Compared to regular California weather. That's cool. Now I'm on the East Coast. I'm in New Jersey. Uh, I'm looking at the temperature on my computer right now. It says it's 30 degrees outside. So uh, we're a little bit, a little bit chillier than you are over there. But we are in December, so it's got to cool down. You want to be festive in the holiday spirit, so it it helps. It definitely does. And Christmas is my favorite season slash holiday, yeah. but it's mostly a season. Uh, so when it starts cooling down, I'm like, ooh, it's Christmas time. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw you posting on your Twitter last week after Thanksgiving was done. You're like, all right, enough with this. We can go balls to the wall with Christmas now and get, get everything decorated and, and get the party started on, on that front. Yes. Yes, indeed. And we have the only thing we're missing is our tree. We still got to go get our tree. OK, well, you got you got time. You got time for that. As long as you get yeah. everything else around it is set up, then you're then you're good to go. Exactly. Yeah, and, and since it was December, I mean, well, it is December, and I was trying to get in the the festive holiday spirit before we started recording. I was mixing myself a a drink, and for some reason, this has become a holiday, a somewhat holiday favorite of mine. I, I don't know why. I think it's because it's it's green and it's red, and, and mm-hmm. I was mixing up some Fireball and ginger ale. <laughs> and and while well, half of it went all over my kitchen counter, um, <laughs> the the rest of it that I did mix after made it into the cup, and I might have went a little too heavy on the the fireball because I got that nice burning uh, sensation right now. Ooh. But but that but that means it's working. That that means it's yeah. good. That that means it's good. Yeah, it's doing its job. <laughs> now, how about you? What are you uh, What are you drinking tonight? I have also a holiday favorite, um, though I will probably not knock back as many as you because I think it would hurt my tummy. I love uh, Southern Comfort eggnog with Southern Comfort whiskey with oh, a little bit of okay. nutmeg sprinkled in. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I, I've seen that Southern that Southern Comfort eggnog before. I've never had it though, 
Oh, it's so worth it. it. It's It's worth it. It's way better. Yeah, no, it's so much better. I feel like it's probably the most expensive eggnog you can find. Well, except maybe now these like non-dairy ones. Um, It is delicious. I mean, it was literally made for Southern Comfort Whiskey. And that's like the holiday whiskey. You have got to get it. I personally, I like the vanilla one more than the, it's like vanilla spice rather than the original. But they're both great. Highly recommend. But okay. you cannot forget the nutmeg. It is essential. The nutmeg. Okay. I, I'm making a note now. I got the Southern Comfort eggnog, the then the Southern Comfort, the the whiskey and the nutmeg. And then we'll be we'll be good to go. All right. Yeah. You'll have to let me know what you think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely hey, it's perfect. I, I was trying to find a festive holiday drink. And I don't know if you ever had this a few years ago. I don't think they make it anymore. There was a I don't know, are you a a, a Jägermeister fan at all? Mm-mm, not really. I've had like, you know, a Jaeger bomb here or there, like back in college, but not not like a big fan. Okay. Now a few years ago they had a Jaeger. It was a vanilla spice Jaeger. And it was special for the holidays. And my my friend of mine picked it up and we tried it. And it was like like holy shit, this is really good. It was it was Jaeger, but with a nice hint of vanilla and spice with it. So it gave you the Jaeger flavor, but with a little more seasonal extra to it and mm-hmm. that was actually pretty good i don't think they make it anymore because i was actually looking a few weeks ago i was like i haven't had this in a couple years i need to see if i can find it but it's nowhere out there they have like a new coffee jaeger that's out mm. there now but if, if but that was that vanilla spice one was a good one and a nice holiday treat but i'll definitely get the the southern comfort eggnog on my list to try out uh, hopefully before Christmas is up, you know, not come what I can <laughs> <laughs> come across, come come across that because yeah, for whatever reason, the past couple years I've been flocking towards this ginger ale and fireball, and it's a, a quick, easy drink to make that gives you that cinnamon buzz, and it's mm. like you know what, it's a little little festive, not not too festive, and then I also had on hand with me as well i have a a little mini beer tender which is like a it holds like the little mini like heineken beer kegs so i have oh, that yeah, too yeah, yeah. so i have the so i have my heineken here with me as well so we're, we're double fisting here tonight with with some festive holiday treats mm. i'm like i uh, you know i don't know what we were planning on talking about during this podcast but i'm like all of my favorite cocktails are winter themed again because christmas is my favorite season and I'm like, oh, I have so many I could tell you, but they are more themed because they're peppermint. My mom makes a great peppermint martini. It's like a, she calls it a candy cane martini. It's adorable. <laughs> but hey, I mean, it's the perfect time for it. I mean, what what yeah. is your I mean, what's your go to drinks on a I mean, it doesn't have to be a holiday. I mean, if, if it happens to be a drink that is holiday themed, but you'd like to drink it year round. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, what, what's your usual go-to yeah, when, go-to when it comes is to not drinks? not the holiday drinks. It's just, I'm like, it's December 1st. It is Christmas time. We are only in Christmas now. It's the only thing that exists. You you have, you have, you, 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 have to, you only have a small window to exactly. enjoy it. And that's why every, you every year. You obsess over it? Yeah, obsess, you know, <laughs> because you have to think. I mean, people always complain every year that Christmas creeps up earlier and earlier. You know, it's it's August and the stores start to get christmas stuff mm-hmm. in there and it creeps up and up but you don't really think like the really the prime time christmas you only have about a month from depending on when thanksgiving falls until mm-hmm. christmas to really enjoy it so you really have to 
grab a hold of it when you can and yeah. really <laughs> and really uh, embrace it and really go all out with it. Mm-hmm. It is a magical time of year. It's like some of my happiest childhood memories are from Christmas time. But my uh, my go-to drink is typically, I don't know if there is an actual name for it. It's another drink that my mom used to make a bunch. Uh, we use crown apple, cranberry juice, and Sprite. Mm-hmm. It's like she called it a Washington apple, but it's definitely not what a Washington apple is. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head what a Washington apple. Is, yeah, it, but... it, it it tastes like apple, so then it's yeah, like, okay, it's, it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's very tasty. <laughs> okay, if you like that, you c- you need to try out the uh, there's Crown Royal. They have canned drinks, uh, and one of them <laughs> oh! is an apple. Yes, I have one. tried it actually. Um, okay. I haven't tried the apple one. I've tried the peach one. I really liked the peach. You one. You like the peach? I, I did not like the peach. I was a little off put by the. It was like a really strong peach flavor to it. Do it you was like, like peach flavor? I, I do, but okay. I was I was thinking more of like a peach iced tea flavor. Maybe in my head, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but it was like compared to. Like they have a variety. There's the there's the crown uh, and cola, which is just a regular crown and like Coke. Then you mm-hmm. have the apple one, uh, the peach one, and there's also a lemonade uh, mm. that, that came I haven't out. Seen this, that one yet? That that was a limited time one. I just I tried it a few weeks back. I did a podcast with uh, a couple of my buddies with that uh, do a show, the Grocery Gamblers, and we did mm. a taste test of the Crown Royal cans. And then this past summer, they just came out with the lemonade one, which is a limited time lemonade whiskey. We were going through and we were trying out all these different flavors. And then we came to the peach one. And I guess it was it wasn't as carbonated as you would have thought because the other ones are. And it was the first sip was a little like, holy shit, what 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 is this? Not <laughs> not that it was too bad. It was just not what I was expecting. But right. I guess if, if you're really a fan of, of peach and you like your crown with your peach, then it's it's perfect for you. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It definitely wasn't like my favorite, but I, what you're saying makes sense. I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So if you come across the other ones in your travels, definitely if, if you're a fan of that, that crown concoction that, that your mom makes, <laughs> then, mm-hmm. then definitely try the canned ones because it, it might not be exactly like it, but in a pinch, if you needed something to... To hold you over, it could get the job done for you. <laughs> All right. I'll keep that in mind. If I'm in a pinch, I usually will go for like a white claw, you know, very, I'm very basic. <laughs> these days, these days, that's usually the go-to for, for most people. Oh, what do you have? Mm-hmm. Oh, white claw? It's like, oh, really? Okay. All right. <laughs> not a fan? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the, of the white claws. I mean, I'm, I'm used to drinking the bottom shelf, the, the cheap stuff. So uh i'll i'll mix up i'm i'm more happy to mix up a seltzer and some sort of vodka something like that and make my own seltzer drink if i'm looking to go down that road or if i'm trying to uh, watch my calories for for Mm -hmm. the evening you know yes i mean not that this ginger ale and fireball is really helping me on that road tonight but (laughs) (laughs) But hey, sometimes you do. Sometimes you, you, you feel a little self-conscious. You need to say, hey, get that 100-calorie White Claw, and, and that'll get the job done. Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest reasons I drink them at all. 
is for exactly that reason. You know, I my body is my work. Gotta gotta keep it in shape. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's easy. It's easy. It's convenient. You drink it. You're you're happy to to have a have a good time with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, I feel like some of my favorite like not I've never blacked out with them. I don't know if I, you could do that. They're too hard to drink. They're very very bubbly. Um, right, but right. Some of my favorite like day drinking days were like packs of white claws. Or truly, I also like truly. Okay, okay. So anything on that hard seltzer mm-hmm. avenue that that's your your go to in a in a pinch. Yes. If you're not mixing up some festive Christmas drinks. Yeah, every month except December. Well, I'm halfway <laughs> into January. Probably. January, uh, middle of November. Yeah, you got you got to <laughs> Yeah, you have to expand that window each. No, time. I'm. I am someone who I, I firmly believe that November is Thanksgiving and fall time. I, I am one of those people that is not happy when people start playing Christmas music <laughs> before Thanksgiving. That's definitely me. And uh, no, I will be drinking pumpkin and cinnamon things uh, okay. until after Thanksgiving. Then it can switch to Christmas. Some some pumpkin spice lattes. Uh... You know, I'm actually not the biggest fan of those. There's something really like thick about them that i don't like okay i I can see that i can see that i'm not a big i'm not a big pumpkin uh, fan when it comes to things like that i'll i'll have a pumpkin beer every now and then i'm i'm very particular which with which ones that are good because some of them are like way over the top with the pumpkin Mm, it has mm -hmm. to have like that that hint of that pumpkin and the spice is pretty good and i'm a big uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest fan, like something like that, is like a good fall beer to yeah. drink. Not too not much biggest, like pumpkin, right? Like I'm not the biggest fan of beers, but like the ciders that I've tried, I feel like there was like a pumpkin cider some years back. Um, but I like those. But you're right, the, they could be overpowering when they add in flavors like that. Well, yeah, like oh, it's pumpkin. Let's just dump all the pumpkin in there. It's like you know, yeah. I, really, I really don't want to be drinking a pumpkin, guys. Just give me, <laughs> give me the beer with a little bit of pumpkin with it, and 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 I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you you go through and you you try all this stuff, and it's and like you said, it's every year they try to creep up the the Christmas for everybody, and you're like, look. Let it have its time, enjoy the fall, and then next thing you know, it's December. You get to enjoy your nice, cool, sixty-degree weather over there <laughs> to really uh, embrace <laughs> the, the the holiday season. Yeah, the only thing we're missing is snow. Actually, well, that's actually not even true. We get snow up in Big Bear. I go there. Well, hmm, we'll we'll see how much longer we get snow here. Uh, that's uh, the local mountain I go snowboard at when it gets to winter time here in California. But who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, the the snow is becoming more and more scarce every year. It's kind of scary. This is the world we live in now. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's fine. You know, everything's fine. We, we just we just cope with it, and it's fine. Yes, we we, we adapt, and we, adapt. we we find a way to make it work for everybody. So there's, no, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> exactly. So what you were saying before, you said you had to drink your white claws to keep yourself in in finely tuned shape for your work, which is working in the adult industry and which you've been doing for quite, quite some time now. I mean, when when did you start? I mean, it's it's I started in August of 2014. So it has been over eight years. Okay. Okay. So you're almost getting up to that. I mean, almost to 10 years. You're getting close. 
I know it's really wild to think about. I never thought that I would be here this long, ever, <laughs> ever. So how but did I you get? It. I was gonna say, how did you get started? Was this something that you knew you wanted to do from no, like, uh, no. or just one day you were like the the bulb so, went off? Or <laughs> no, actually, like it. A lot of people fall into porn. Uh, is what like a lot of people will tell you that a lot of people don't seek it out. It just like ends up in their lap. It just happens. You end up you meet what it, what happens is you meet somebody. You find out that they're just like a normal human like everybody else, and you're like, that sounds really interesting. I might like to do that too. And then you start doing it, and then all of a sudden you're in porn because like there's something about meeting somebody in porn and like connecting with them and like really seeing that like oh they're not this like weird otherworldly you know like it's not some yeah, it's not this dark dingy yeah. place that yeah that sometimes they try to make it out to be you're like oh exactly. wow this is a real human being just like me that, that just is happens just doing to a do, job yeah does this for work yeah uh, and yeah. it sounds interesting to you and you're like i would kind of like to make money that way too and then you just start doing it so um funny enough so that was exactly what happened was i met a girl on a swingers website we were getting to know each other she told me what she did for a living and it was porn and i was like cool tell me about it <laughs> so that's how that happened um it was funny though because like um maybe like three months before i met this girl i had been on the website for fucked hard 18 can i talk about things openly here I'm yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah go all for right, it yeah, right. yeah it's all Dude, good it's I all am, good here i am so traumatized from being on tiktok because that's where my biggest following comes from that anytime i am talking and it's like recorded my brain immediately thinks like oh the ai is gonna kick me off oh like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah i can't <laughs> it's weird talking normally now i'm like oh am i allowed to talk about things yeah on this you gotta platform? say I, I like you say like i'm a i'm a corn worker it's like all these yeah. things you're like you're like oh yeah like i see all the i'm not not that i'm complaining that my half my instagram feed is now the reels of people like saying like like oh corn worker or this or girls you know <laughs> yeah. doing their little videos and everything i'm like i got my feed got sucked into that algorithm i mean it's it's a great thing i'm not complaining about it <laughs> but but it is funny like you said that you have to watch what you say mm -hmm. on social media like that because next thing you know you're gonna get suspended or banned or kicked off of it yeah um, i lost my account a week ago i I'm real, I'm real not happy about it. I've had that account for like two years. I had 442,000 followers. Yeah, no, yeah. You, you put a lot and, of work into it and, yeah. and then they come back and they say, oh, wait, no, you can't do it. And, and over something stupid. Yeah. You like know what's that. crazy I mean, about TikTok is they, like, I literally, I was scrolling and I saw a, gr a girl that very much looks underage, like showing off her cleavage and then turning around and acting like she's going to pull her pants down. And that's allowed to stay up and has 2 million likes. But I was posting stuff about my personal life. And just mm -hmm. because I do porn, it's not allowed to be up because of who I am. And right. I, that it, is wild to me. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. And I see that with a ton of people in, in the adult industry say the same exact thing. They're like, I see these people posting things that are a lot more racier, a lot more risque than what I'm what you're posting. And there's go up. No problem. You post one thing and it's, it's taken down in five minutes. It's like, mm -hmm. how's that fair? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Uh, I don't know. I don't get definitely, it. Definitely not fair. Uh, no. I, don't, I don't. I don't think they're. I don't know if we ever will get fair about yeah, it. Yeah. It's just crazy because it's like you can do implied things, but God forbid you're honest about what you're doing. Exactly. Exactly. 
it's weird how we value things in I our know. society <laughs> online. <laughs> but here you're free to talk about what you want. So so go, go ahead. <laughs> what was we talking about? We were talking about how I got into porn. Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> little little detour. So fucktard 18 was like my favorite website when I was, you know, watching porn. And when I had been on their website, like rather than on a tube site, I'd been on their website and I found a like tab that said become a model and i seriously because it was like oh send pictures of the front of your body you from the side you from the back um send in your like age other stats whatever and i had drafted the email to them because i loved the guy like i i don't know there was something so hot about being massaged like that and the idea of it like being uh, like almost like manipulative like you know she's he's got her so relaxed but mm-hmm. she's just like down to do whatever like i really believed it's funny how when you're not in porn like you really believe <laughs> that those situations are real right. your mind is capable of suspending disbelief so easily to get you horny it is crazy and anyway i saw the thing i drafted the email and I was going to take the pictures, but I never did. So I never sent the email. So I was considering doing porn simply because I wanted to be like to experience that guy on that website before I ended up meeting a girl like three months later. And I guess maybe because I had kind of considered it already when I met her, I it was easy for me to be like, yeah, I'll try porn. Yeah, you already had the the idea was in your head a little bit of kind of what you wanted to do. And then that just kind of pushed it over. Yeah, well, and it wasn't even like I wanted to do it as a job. It was literally like, I am a very horny girl. <laughs> and I really like this guy and this website. And I just want to like, ex- I want to be slutty and experience that. And then it was you know, when I met somebody who was, you know, just like a normal girl like me. She was in college like me. And I was like, hmm, maybe I could do this and make some money from it. I don't even think I realized that those girls got paid when it said become a model. I thought it just meant like you can go it. No, I literally remember reading that or thinking it, thinking like you would get just like a free hour massage and then he'd fuck you and get on the internet. <laughs> and, and, and that's it. Then you know, no payment, nothing. You're like, yeah, okay, I don't happy. think I'm I had good. any I'm good clue. Here. Yeah, I don't think I had a clue that they were like paid models, like you know now that i now i know we are it's yeah, kind of just, funny. yeah i was gonna say to be to be so open-minded at that time to think that that's how it works <laughs> it, it, it's amazing it's like like oh okay this is what happens and you're like oh wait oh shit i we do this i get paid to do this you're like yeah, yeah. even better all right <laughs> sign me up <laughs> exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's it's funny when you you go that way. I was just sitting. I was sitting. Right here, I was like, like, oh yeah. You're like, okay. I'm just gonna do this. We're gonna. He's gonna fuck me, and then we're we done. I go. I go home. And then that that's it. I'm done. Maybe maybe I come back again in a couple months and and do it again. Yeah, and, I and go I from really there. Had no idea what I was thinking was happening, like behind the scenes. I don't know if I've ever really really thought about that. Because I, f- I feel like we just unlocked a memory. It's been a long time since I've re- <laughs> talk, like, thought, thought of thought that, about that it, experience. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. Like, I really was. Like, I knew I had been thinking about porn. But I never really, like, went back to that state of mind, you know. And I'm just talking about it at length right now. I'm like, 
Hmm, that's really interesting. Yeah, like interesting. I'm like, bring oh. some details. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. I was gonna say, hopefully, hopefully, nothing too bad. I don't want to go no, down. No, no, go down that road. Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. I just thought so, it was funny. Yeah, I was gonna say. So once you decide, okay, this is what you're gonna do now. What What's the first thing you started to do in the in the, in the porn industry? Yeah. So I when I had gosh, I wish I could remember her stage name. She had helped me get an agent and I came out to, well, I guess before I came out to Los Angeles, she encouraged me and a booking agent at the time for New Biles Films. He had also become my friend uh, and they had encouraged me to get on my free cams just to, you know, be naked online and see how that felt um, rather than just jumping straight into porn. Right, get, like, get, get comfortable something. with it. Just see yeah. how you react to people watching you, even though they're not physically in front of you. Yeah. Just, you know, and that they're watching you online. Exactly. And the first night that I cammed, I loved it. I made, like, $500 my first night, which I, like, couldn't believe. Um, and, I mean, I know some girls, like, make crazy amounts. But, like, for me... Yeah, yeah, I mean, never night, night one. Like, yeah, night, really, yeah. night one. That's really good. Like, you yeah, know, I, going I was going into it satisfied. blind. Yeah, going into it blind with no prior knowledge, not doing just saying, okay, yeah, okay, you have a webcam, you have a website, you're gonna start streaming, and then you mm-hmm. start talking to people and see what happens. And you come out with five hundred dollars, and hey, that's yeah. that's a good night's work. Yeah, and so I cammed a few more times, and I still liked it. I was you know, pretty turned on by people look, like watching me. So when I was talking with that girl and that guy about like starting to do porn, it was probably like maybe like three weeks. And then I decided, yeah, I do want to do porn. Like this is really fun. And so we got me a flight out to Los Angeles. I had an agent. My agent booked me five scenes for my first week in Los Angeles and I did my first scene was a girl girl with Sharita DeVille for Lethal Hardcore. And yeah, I, and then I just I like I enjoyed my time on set. I enjoyed the money I was making. And I guess I never quit. You're still here, still going strong. So still I here. guess uh, you're still having fun with it. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that was something that I always said to myself was I'll stop. Well, all right. At first, it was, I'll do porn until I get my degree. And I did get my degree, by the way. Okay. okay. And I once I got my degree, I was like, you know what? I like what I'm doing here. And I don't know what I want to do somewhere else yet. So why would I go to grad? Because I was planning on going to grad school. I was like, why would I go to grad school when I don't even know what I want to do with this degree yet? I'm going to take a year and try to figure that out. And I'm going to keep doing porn in the process. And as time went on, I realized like I actually there's nothing I want to do in psychology like like as a job I'm just not interested in well and at that time I'd probably just started going to therapy and realized I really don't want to do this for other people I don't think I'm good (laughs) at this I would not be a good therapist at all so I was like all right well I guess I'm just gonna kind of keep doing porn like that's my job right now I'm gonna keep doing that until I do figure out what I want to do and I actually figured that out about a year and a half ago, and I've been working towards building my own business. And we launched in October, 
we had, or sorry, we launched in August and we had our first client in October. And I don't want to go into too many details because unfortunately, you know, the wedding industry does have some religious crossover. Yeah, I hear you. You know, like it's one of those things, again, where I can't be open about like as like having a vanilla business. I can't be open about who I am and what I do because of the way we as a society treat sex workers. And that is really upsetting. But I'm really proud of what I'm doing. And that's all that matters. That's good. No, no, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely good that you're doing something else that you enjoy and like you said you can't it sucks you can't be open with what you do for your other job with people i mean i guess until somebody puts two and two together at some point which yeah i'm sure will probably happen at at some point i don't know it won't be maybe not not today maybe not tomorrow but exactly and that's something that i'm aware of i know the day will come right but i feel like I've got, I've asked advice from a lot of different people that have different businesses and the consensus seems to be keep them separate. And it's not that I want to keep it a secret about who I am. It's just, why would I sink this ship before it sails? Exactly. There's no reason for you to be out there and putting Allison Ray on, <laughs> on mm-hmm. whatever other right. business you're doing if it's not needed. If, if you're right. not, if you don't need to promote it that way, you're not using that to promote your business. You're trying to keep it separate. You're, you have, it's like you always have, you have your one life here, your one life there. It, it's, and a lot of people in, in the, the adult industry have, have it that way. They have their, their adult entertainment life. And then you still have your own personal life. That's totally separate. And you try your best not to have them cross over with one another, just to, mm-hmm. just for your own sanity. For the most yeah. part, so it's just like for anybody with work. You don't want to. I, I don't want to come home from work and then still be dealing with work. You want once you're done with work, you put that to the side. You focus on whatever else you're doing. Yes. Well, and that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this new business. But it's funny because for porn, for me, for so long that was how I felt. That was like I needed to keep them really separate, and that was how I would like maintain my identity. But what I found was. By separating them so much and not being personable, like not like not letting any fans into who I actually am, I was able to be myself so infrequently because, you know, then all the people I'm around are work people. Then my entire life became work because I wasn't being myself because I was trying to keep that wall up between work and personal. And I found that I'm so much happier in this industry the more vulnerable i get about who i am which has been scary it's been a a process (laughs) but uh it's it's an interesting thing with sex work i think like yes there obviously i take take time for myself and that's important no matter what job you're in but it's really interesting how people respond so much better to sex workers who are very open uh with their personalities and their personal lives. Because I think what people are really looking for from sex workers is a genuine human connection. And how can you feel connected to a human you know nothing about? Yeah, You bring up a great point there with that. That's definitely true. You don't want to be thinking you're dealing with a, a sex robot and just mm-hmm. getting a, getting an AI response when you talk to somebody online, which or getting some response from somebody in like India or something that's just pretending to be a, uh, a woman or something like that it, mm-hmm. to actually see you and see you and see what you actually are like in person and 
being a like, like no matter what you're you're a real human being you just do sex work for for a job there's there's nothing wrong with that it's who you are and and you try to blend those two worlds as much as you can without going too far with it which, which is a good thing mm-hmm. yeah it's uh is it, it is interesting like how like how to create boundaries as a sex worker Right, like like right. you said, yeah, it's it's you, a, you, it's you a can, weird you can't, mix. Right, you can't go too far into your personal mm-hmm. life, but you want to not just be this this hot girl on the internet that people just think is just hot a model, just slutty. hot, and and nothing else. That that's right. no personality. You want to really, think, you want to let people now. into you, yeah, exactly. Especially now, like that's how cam girls got so popular. That's why OnlyFans is doing so well, is because. It, it's there's a million hot girls on the internet how are you exactly. successful if you're not putting out a personality as well exactly you always said you, anybody can see a naked girl on the internet anywhere or any type of porn anywhere but if you get somebody that had that you can feel a real connection with seeing that they're a real person that helps you gain more fans that way and not just be some random hot chick. They like, okay, yeah, that that's cool. She's hot, but not, I'm not gonna support her or join her OnlyFans or or watch her cam. I'll just see some pictures and then move along with my day. But if you mm-hmm. see, hey, she's cool. It, it's fun. Like they said, if you're on cam and you're interacting with people, you're talking, you're having a good time, then people will be more in tune to come back and see you again. Exactly. Yeah, it is a. Just, just, I, you know, I, I, I lost the words. <laughs> I've been I'm sipping this a little too much, maybe. <laughs> Made it a little strong. Blame it on the Southern Comfort Eggnog. Damn yes, you guys. Always, you know, always. you know, tis the season. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but either way, but no, it's, it's great with what you're doing with everything. And, and I've seen now you've recently, you're, you're going more towards doing a feature entertainer side of things is that something you want to do more of with your yeah i would love to do with more. Your work? it's not something where i am like moving more towards that it's just something i also do now so i feel like something with porn girls is everybody always thinks like oh you're moving on to this different stage of your career and really you're just like adding services you're adding to your skill set and like your menu of things people can hire you for. So I'm still, you know, doing my OnlyFans. I'm still shooting for mainstream companies. I still do behind the scenes work. I'm still texting guys on Sex Panther, like doing all of those things. And now I, you can also come see me in person, dance at a club near you. So I'm really excited about it. I actually have my next show. December 10th in New York at Sapphire 39. It's only going to be my second show ever. Uh, My first one was in Sacramento back in April. So it'll be interesting because I had surgery a few months ago and uh, it's making it a little hard to practice on the pole. (laughs) (laughs) So it'll be interesting to see how you you do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping I can fake it enough, you know, and make it in front of everybody. But you know, having surgery, uh, get like getting my tits done. I did not think it was going to take me this long to heal. I was surprised at how long it takes a body to heal from surgery. I mean, obviously like it's major surgery. They're cutting you open. Your body has to literally like put itself back together. 
but I don't think I was prepared for the recovery time that it actually takes. I was, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you don't think that it takes that long because you're like, oh, it's just, uh, you know, it's just a boob job and, you know, oh, cut it open, do what they got to do, seal it back up. And, you know, a few days and later, you're good. You're, you're good to go. But yeah, like no, I said, there's was... a lot that, that goes into it. Yeah, no, I mean, I couldn't sit up on my own for like three weeks. Wow. Like I had to have somebody like put their hand behind my back and push me up. I was handicapped. Like it was uh, a very interesting experience. It was difficult mentally feeling like I couldn't do anything for myself. Um, And it's just, yeah, it's so wild how many people have asked or maybe, I don't know, maybe other people really do understand how intense surgery is or can be because everyone was always asking me like, aren't you worried about the recovery time? Aren't you, you know, how are you going to take this time off? Like, how are you doing? How are you healing? Meanwhile, while I was thinking of getting, you know, I, I think my ideas of things before I experience them are just so naive. I think I'm just really, really naive. <laughs> the same thing with the porn where I was like, oh, they just go right, and get a right. massage. And I was like, oh, I'm just getting boobs. And I'm, I'm really excited to have boobs. So like, obviously it's going to be fine because I'll have boobs. Very like one track. Like, what, yeah. right. you, you don't think of what it really the, the, the big picture of it yeah, all yeah. At, at that time. I just time think about it. the excitement about it. <laughs> so I have to ask, so so what so what size did you go up to now with your with your implants? I am now a D. I went from a B to a D. Okay. Uh, okay. and man, I am in love with them. My dog I get so many compliments on them. It's it's so great. Like he is a magician. He deserves an award. They look so fucking natural and I it's crazy how much my confidence has changed because of them. I wish I, you know, I've been in therapy for almost five years now. I wish I could have gotten this kind of self-confidence without major surgery, but it made me really happy. And it's like when I look in the mirror or when I look at photos of myself now, like when I'm shooting content for OnlyFans or Instagram or whatever, and I look at the photo, I actually look the way that I imagined I looked before I had boobs. Like, you know, I would like do a pose and I'd be like, okay, this is what this is going to look like in the camera. And then I look at the camera and I'm like, that doesn't look good. Like, that's not, that's not me. And now when I look at the camera, I'm like, ah, that's exactly what I thought that picture was going to look like. And that's a really cool feeling. It 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 helps you get that, that confidence for you. Like I said, even if people come to you and say, oh, well, hey, you didn't need to do that to... Like, oh, you're beautiful as you were. You didn't need to do that right. or anything like that. But it's like, look, for you, you wanted to do it. It makes you feel good. Then mm-hmm. then go for it. I mean, now, let's see. Now, but now you're going to have to now, when you get out there on stage and dance, you're going to have to now. You have that your new proportions now to, to see see mm-hmm. how you move with everything. So that, like I said, that'll be the the interesting. I'm, I'm sure you're going to nail it. You're, you're going to rock it. Uh, but, well, thankfully, like you, you know, I'm, I'm the type of girl like I have to practice before I go out. Like, I don't know how. Like, I know a lot of these girls will just, you know, pack their bag for a weekend and go out and dance and go home and not put any thought into it. But that would just give me massive anxiety. Like, I don't need a panic <laughs> attack on stage. So no, I like no, to no. practice in advance. Like, really practice and have some like choreography and yeah, things have an idea, have an idea of what you're gonna do before you get mm-hmm. out there on stage, and then you just kind of freeze and music starts playing you're just standing there like uh okay uh, yeah no thank you that is that is my worst nightmare yeah so we don't want that 
I've been practicing getting used to the way things feel. Um, like I said, because I, I'm not back to full strength, there are a few things like on the pole and on the floor that I am like, oh, I feel my chest there, but they don't hurt. It's just like it feels different because, you know, now like my muscles are squeezing something yeah, you're, bigger. You're, it's you're weird. Not, it's you're a not weird used, feel- sensation. Yeah, you're not used to moving around with them now. Mm-hmm. And. They said it's not, it's still probably going to probably still takes a while for it to fully get to where it's 100% healed. While you, you feel good, you can move around and everything now. It's still, everything's still getting in place and realizing, okay, this is, I said, okay, guys, this is what we're dealing with now. <laughs> These are here to stay. Mm-hmm. We have to now adjust to everything. And yes. so it has to just get the, uh, get the feeling process out a bit. And yeah, they say it can take like, six months to a year to fully recover from breast implant augmentation. Yeah. And, and I think that's what Lisa, that's what people don't think when, when it comes to that. You see it on TV when they have all those surgery shows and everything. Like, oh yeah, we're doing implants today. And they go through the show, they show the whole process, cutting everything open. Okay. Good. And through there, then they come back like two weeks later and the doctor's like, Oh yeah, you look great. You're perfect. All right. You're good to go full. Yeah. Clean, clean bill of health. Go, go have some fun. It's like, yeah, not really. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a very simple procedure and everything's going to be fine. And instead, it is uh, a little bit intense. Yeah, take takes a little longer than than you think, mm-hmm. but but in, but it's all worth it in the end. Yeah, as long as you're oh, happy I'd with it, so. then then the, you're, then that's great. Then <laughs> it works out for you, and that's a good thing. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> I think people should just get what like whatever they want done done. I, you know, like I understand people that don't think natural is better for like health reasons or even aesthetic reasons. Fine. But I think anybody that's like considering things like I, I really wish I had done it sooner. Like if you're considering it, if you've been considering it, like I cannot encourage you enough to just go for it because like, I, and that's the thing is I'd known my entire life that I wanted fake boobs. Okay. It was just I, I was going to say, I was, gonna say I, was this something you had always thought that yeah. you wanted? It just never happened until now. Yeah. Well, I was, I probably was like 15 or 16 when I knew I wanted fake boobs because my mom has fake boobs. So I grew up looking at her and like expecting to have her body. And when I didn't get those boobs, I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, <laughs> what do you mean? And I was like, why didn't I get boobs like yours? And she was like, these are not real. And I was shocked. Um, so like from that day forward, I knew that I wanted fake boobs. So it's been a long time. So that, and that's the sort of thing I'm talking about. Like if you've been thinking about a procedure for a long time, uh, assuming everything goes well, cause you know, sometimes things happen. Right. Uh, right. So like, I don't want to make that assumption, but like assuming things go well, like it's probably going to be one of the best decisions you'll ever make. Like I'm so I feel so much more comfortable in my own skin. Yeah, it's all about what works best for you. If it's something you want to do, it's going to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Don't listen to people if they say, oh, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. It's something you want to do. It, it's all safe. It's all legit. You're not, you're, you're not just beating some random guy on a street corner with a, with a scalpel <laughs> saying, oh, yeah, I'll, 50 bucks. I'll give you the boob job. It's like, <laughs> uh, you know, not that. Go, go to a, a legitimate doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely. If it's something you want to do for for your own just well being and just makes you feel better about yourself, then just just go for it and and do it. I like I said, you're you're hundred percent right with that. I mean, and and for you, 
you go down and then it helps you now in, in your work going forward because now you open up a whole new window of opportunities for not not so much opportunities but it brings a different avenue now to your your work i mean yeah people are, people are gonna be interested in in how you look and how your scenes now are now with your with your implants yeah exactly well I, I think you're right though it does open up new opportunities because especially having started in the industry when i was 18 all i got were teen roles and right you know that makes sense because right. most yeah, yeah, yeah. porn is now like older younger based well it, uh, it, it I, is and i had that conversation with some people it's either either you're a teen or you're a milf that's right Exactly. That, that's it. That's all you got now. <laughs> right. And, I, and I'm 27, you know, like I am the youngest MILF. I was, I was just saying, you're, you're, hitting, you're at that, you're at that threshold now of. Yeah. Kind of being... But I also still have a baby face. So I feel mm. like something that, so there was that, like, I feel like having the boobs will actually allow me to move into that MILF zone a lot faster than I could have if I hadn't gotten them because That's i still true. had yes. the like very yes. teen look with like the smaller boobs right you right. know there's something about big boobs that are just like mm, mommy milkers milf. like yeah, exactly they're, they're, yeah. you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're now in the milk you're, you're now in milf mode now you got the big boobs you're in the milf okay exactly yeah so so that'll be so it'll be interesting for you now when it comes to shooting and and what roles you get and what type of films you could do going forward mm-hmm. with that now so like i said now you'll be like i said once you hit that like I said, it's either that teen or that MILF age these days, or it's that weird in between of like that mid twenties of we are either, but like I said, for you, for you still having the, the younger look, you could still go for those, like the, the, the teen roles when you're, you know, in your twenties. But now with this, you'll go down that road and see, we see where that takes you. And yeah, exactly. I mean, cause, cause I mean, what's your favorite type of shooting to, to do i mean do you have i mean do you like girl 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 guy i mean is there anything that's your favorite types to do not really i feel like they all have their own like place like boy girl is really fun to shoot because i don't know i feel extra slutty and some of these guys can really like they can rail you the way that you know your teenage self could have only fantasized (laughs) about being railed um so it's just like it's fun and it's energetic and playful and then girl girl scenes can be so sensual and romantic almost and soft and sweet and granted you know obviously that's not the case for all girl girls and that's not the case for all boy girl roles but they just they have different vibes so I don't, and I, and I'm I am very much bisexual. I don't lean one way or the other. I just I just like guys and gals, and the types of scenes I like are just I I, I like scenes where I am truly genuinely enjoying myself. Those are the scenes I like, rather than the ones where I have to play a character the entire time. Um, or especially like, yeah, staying in character or trying to talk to my co-star like they're a character <laughs> because it takes me out of the, the sex. Like, so, so none of the websites you, where not, I can like, I was gonna say, you're not into it. the big, the big story based roles or anything. You know, what's like funny that. is I actually am very much into the story based roles. I actually love the acting part of this job. However, when the, when they want the sex to incorporate 
the the acting part (laughs) the acting part that's when it, it takes me out of it because i'm no longer just focusing on having sex with this hot person that's in front of me i am pretending to be somebody else having sex with and pretending that that person is also somebody else that they're not um it can really kind of like split your attention so you can't stay as present with the sex like a gonzo scene or a reality style scene can do it makes sense no no it does it does because i i could see that where you're trying to focus on okay well what do i have to say what do i have to do instead of just knowing okay you can you just lay back here and just just get and just take a pounding and just enjoy yourself where you have to say well wait no i have to stop now i have to say this i have to say that Exactly. So I, I, I I get that 100%. It totally makes sense with with that. Now, would you ever want to go to the actual like mainstream acting at all and venture down I, that road in the future? I would love to do that. That was a dream of mine as, you know, just growing up. So, I think that was the other thing that attracted me to porn initially was like, hmm, I can do some acting, like I can be a model cuz I always wanted to be a model. I always wanted to be an actress. But that just never worked out for me. And it would be really cool to work on like a mainstream movie or something like that. Although their days and production runs are so much longer than ours. And I I don't know, maybe, maybe they pay well enough. I know that like mainstream, like your typical mainstream person gets paid less well than your average porn person so the only way i think i would really want to get into mainstream is if it was a big role that i was being paid very well to do because a lot of these like small roles like you're getting like 25 bucks an hour it's right, not right. and you're you putting know, in, like, you're it putting in not worth it yeah, you're putting in so much time and effort so to much time sit there and you're sitting on set all day for your five minute piece where you have to yeah, you know, exactly. say three lines and that's it. And you're like, that that's it. I just wasted a whole day to do yeah. this. Well, and, the and then God forbid, don't... and then God forbid your scene gets cut or something. You're like, really? That this, this, yeah. <laughs> this is what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I really don't like about it too, about mainstream is I, I honestly feel like they don't take, I mean, I can only talk to a few sets that I've been on, but I feel like they don't take care of at least their extras as well as like the porn industry does. Like, I was an extra on a movie. Um, I, you know, there weren't any like speaking roles or anything, but they had us outside at like 2 a.m. to shoot this like night party scene in Santa Clarita in February. And they had booked me and my <laughs> friends for a nude role where we had to be outside. And it was like 40 degree weather wow. for hours. It was crazy. They barely had any heaters on for like anybody and like like of course they you know we took breaks and st- i don't think we took breaks because we were cold <laughs> but it, it was just I, I after having that set experience and obviously like the stars of the show are never going to go through something like that right, but i don't right, like right. i don't like the way that they treat people that are making certain you know like party scenes possible like you couldn't you need it. You, you, you're you, a, couldn't, you need you need these people. Yeah, why are you treating them like that? Yeah, you're still an essential part to the movie or whatever you're doing, and it might not be that big of a deal for them to think about it. But it's like, look, without all these people here, uh, it's it's not going to work. Yeah. So try I, to I try really to show some a, respect for people. I have very little tolerance for 
companies, people, whatever, that don't treat the people they work with like people. I can't stand it. Yeah. And like you said, I always hear good things from people in the the adult industry of how people work on set and how nice people are and that they really do their best to make everybody feel welcome and really put up some effort yeah uh, well and to make know, sure course, things go well of course and of course it's not everyone you know like and that's like in any industry but the right, vast majority right. of the people here are really good people like they're definitely my chosen family you know yeah, yeah you, you've been doing it for, for this long you have fun with it like you said you're still having fun with it or else you wouldn't be doing it mm-hmm. anymore and like you said once it gets to the point where it's not fun anymore then it's time to move, move on. on to to something else and so so what else uh, is there anything else you're working on these days anything else in in the pipeline uh coming up for you <laughs> i am really just really focused on my only fans um i don't have any like huge projects coming up at the moment especially because i had to take a hiatus while like from to recover from surgery right right you know i think it's going to take a few months especially after avn um oh i'm going to avn in vegas that's a big thing i guess uh fingers crossed fingers crossed this will be the (laughs) the award uh an award year for you hopefully uh, I didn't. I wasn't nominated for an AVN award, but I was nominated for an XBiz award. That's the week after AVN. I think it's like okay, January fourteenth okay, okay. or something like that. I was nominated for best girl girl sex scene with Anna Fox for Women's World. Um, it was a feature that Girls Way did back in like August ish, uh, and yeah. So a- there'll be AVN, there'll be XBiz, so I'll be doing that. And other than that, I think it'll take a few months to kind of get traction going get people aware of my new boobs <laughs> i was gonna say um, you gotta get the boobs ready <laughs> get them all in line make sure they're they're feeling okay yeah they, exactly they, they've, they've adjusted to the new job and everything so it, it <laughs> yeah, takes time well, you gotta do what you gotta it's, do it's just about you know like getting back on companies radars because i think it'll especially now like i've already seen an uptick in my only fan subscribers and uptick in my followers on social media accounts um you know like and i don't blame it men see boobs and they just they you know they, their brains they flock turn to them it up. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so you know, i'm definitely getting some more attention because of them and so i think that'll end up kind of boosting my numbers and all the algorithms and Pornhub and wherever and then the companies will be like huh she's trending let's shoot her again or maybe for the first time but depending on the company and it'll it'll take a while for that to kind of snowball into you know like we said going down that like next part of my career right 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 now that, that that's great you, you seem to be keeping yourself busy you have a lot of things you're working on even if it's just getting a like I said, it's a full time job. Just getting those boobs ready for for, <laughs> for the next for the next action. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I don't blame you there. But hey, Allison, it was great chatting with you. I, I appreciate you coming on here on the podcast, having a having some drinks with me here today. Uh, you want to let everybody know where they can uh, find you on social media, website, all the all the good stuff, all the cheap plugs. Yeah, the the easy place to find everything is my website, AllisonRayFans.com. Allison has one L, Ray has one E. Uh, yeah, there's like an my links tab. It's got my OnlyFans if you want to, you know, sext me, see pictures, videos, all that. It's got many vids if you prefer a la carte videos. 
Um, it's got all my social links. You know what? I need to update my TikTok because they banned me. Now I am <laughs> A Ray O Sunshine on TikTok. But maybe by the time you hear this, they'll ban that account too. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, just, just keep track. Check check out the website. And then from there, you can find out whatever the current active TikTok is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for every week, it's like, oh, they banned this one this week. Okay, time for a new one. All right. Yeah. This, this is why we can't have nice things, guys. See? Mm, yeah, it is ridiculous. I, I anticipate this account will be gone within the month. Yeah, like I said, even even though you try to be like safe with it, and then oh, next, nope. then, <laughs> or, nope, or you're not, not even not, not, not anymore, you're not anymore. No, you're no, just no, like, no, no. They they would have been way better off leaving me with my original account because now I have nothing to lose. I had 440,000 followers to lose. Now I have 7,000 and all of them definitely follow me on my other platforms. Yes. Anyway. So they'll, they'll pick you back up wherever you, you pop yeah. back up again. If you get kicked yeah. off. So now I can post whatever I want on TikTok without fear of being banned because I'll just make a new account. Yeah. Just start up again. All your followers yeah. will find you come back again. You start exactly. that one, you start posting what you want, see what, what makes it through, what gets you kicked off. You start another one and mm-hmm. send the never ending social media cycle of, yes, will this workers. get me, will this get me banned? <laughs> will this get me suspended? Oh, let's find out. Hit that submit button and see what happens. Yeah, it is <laughs> wild how yeah. often that we get banned from platforms, but such yeah. is the life of a sex worker. Uh, but, but anyway, but Hey, Allison, once again, thank you. Uh, good good luck to you in the in the future with all your endeavors there good luck out there on stage and (laughs) on (laughs) yeah hopefully i don't fall flat on my face yeah hopefully not or we'll make sure to keep keep tabs on you and say okay after that event okay did she do okay because you know the the second if you do tip over the the videos will be out there for true yeah to to mm, see but but hopefully not you got you got it you you got this you got it it'll be great have a fun time Thank and, you uh, for having me. It was yes, a pleasure. Yes, yes, be sure to check her out. She is Miss Allison Ray. I am Bumwine Bob. And until next time, cheers. I need a beer. <laughs>